captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl Old Guy for season four, episode 22, the season finale. Um, I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I'm here with the titular old guy, Kiva Winokur. How mm. you doing, Keeve? Good. We were just doing a TV minute, and we said let's do it on the on the podcast. Yeah, usually I just start recording, but given that this is a conversation with us as opposed to you and your children or your wife, I figured mm-hmm. I could ask you if we could start recording. Uh, yeah, we were talking TV. You, I know you really like shrinking, so I was telling you that I had started it, and I'm doing something very weird, which is. I'm sort of watching. I'm watching Beef and Shrinking at the same time, but it's like I started going like episode by episode. But now I'll like if there's a bad pot spot for one second, I'll like move to the next one. So I'm really like pausing going back and forth, which I know is an insane way to watch a TV show, but uh, or two TV shows. But I'm enjoying it. I really hate this for you, and that's why I was like, let's get on the podcast. Um, but but also I love it for me because you know me a long time now. You know mm. know me in quotes. I've never been able to participate in the discourse of scripted television like I can right now. Mm-hmm. I've watched both beef and shrinking. How about that? Yeah, that's I'm I'm very impressed. Um, yeah, and and I the second I'm, I'm going to finish, I want to start uh, Daisy Jones, another scripted show. Well, I mean, take the wind right out of my sails. I'm not watching that. But well, here, the here's book. the thing about shrinking: I watch shrinking every week. Like it dropped on Fridays, and I was watching it what, Friday. What or uh, service was it on, Allie? What was shrinking on uh, Apple Apple TV Plus? You asking Alexa? <laughs> no, <laughs> Ollie, I'm asking you a direct question. You could say it. he whispered back, as though not to disturb the pod. You could disturb this pod. It's, it's not. Just yeah, this is not this is <laughs> not the type of show. Although, have you heard that my mom disturbed the Challenger hop up two weeks ago when I was no. for Passover? No, what happened? <laughs> I don't know what she thought. I've been doing this for almost 10 years, like nine years. I was in my family home uh, after on Passover, like I was home for Passover or whatever. We're recording like a late night record. And all of a sudden dishes are being done. And I'm like, turn around. She was in bed when I started the podcast. And I'm like, I mute to be like, you really can't do this now. Like there's pots and pads clamming clanging together. Brian said he couldn't hear anything. It's fine. But you know when you're recording and there's noise, you don't know what's getting picked up and it's like annoying. It's like get close my door, you know? So yes. um all of a sudden my mom just goes out of nowhere. You know, you're very loud. <laughs> like, it's a podcast. You're you're very loud. And so all you could hear is me arguing with her. I later told her that like Dr. Amanda was like, that was so funny with your mom. And I told her that. And she was like, oh my God, that like you left that in. I was like, what do you think this is? Like a professionally edited product? Like we yeah. go and we unless send you say it out, someone's baby. social security number. That's, that's everything's staying in. Yeah. Unless like Chester's on the pod or there's like yeah. PII, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're leaving it in. Wait, what's PII? Oh, personally personal identifiable yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. And even that is like depends who's it. Well, your social would be that. Yeah. Um, I would leave my address and you probably you would take yours out. You don't like doxing. Um perfect segue. Unless yeah. you wanted to say more about beef. I will say like beef and shrinking are weird interchangeably. However, I watch shrinking once a week, so I was watching plenty of shows in between there. So I can't really dox well, you for that. I was loving shrinking, but there was one I hate predictability. There was one thing that was so obvious. Uh, that, that okay, skip me. ahead. Please skip ahead. Uh, I'm going to give you a second, listeners, if you don't want to be spoiled on whatever Keith is about to say, but I need to know, so I will wait mm-hmm. till the timer gets to 4.10. Give people okay. plenty of time to skip ahead. Uh, okay, go ahead. Um, so in the scene where uh, Jason Siegel, I don't know any character's name, but I, I, I like all yep. of them, like my family. Jason Siegel is talking to uh, the picture of his now deceased wife. It is so, and like you know the door. Okay, it's I know what you're so obvious that that, and I was like, oh, he's gonna say what he did. He's gonna say what he did. Like it was so clear that um, that his daughter was gonna walk in on him revealing that he slept with the mom's best friend. Okay. So here's it was the like thing: paint by the numbers, sitcommy. 
Here's what I love about that spoiler. We gave people time to jump ahead. They probably jumped ahead not mm-hmm. far enough, but whatever. Sorry for you. Um, I, like, is it predictable or is it so true to life that it's just what would happen? True to no, life? I'm just kidding. That in that like case, it's ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, is predictability in some cases. Yeah, that's fair, but that's maybe the one thing. Like, I generally found it to be such an amazing portrayal of grief in that. It's nonlinear. There are peaks and valleys. There are laughs. There, like, it's not just like some depressed man sitting depressed. Mm-hmm. Highs and lows, mistakes. I mean, I guess shrinking. Jo- we join shrinking when he's past the "I can't do anything besides booze" stage. Right. So, yes. like, maybe there's a less interesting show in the first like X months of him what he was dealing with. But I really, really love shrinking. I, I can't wait for it to be back. Allie from the editing room, has there ever been a more disgusting sip of water taken on an audio medium before? Welcome back, Goggers. Back to the show. Um, t- let me know when you get to the end because I have some questions for you on how you... Yeah, I, we'll I don't talk, know how you're going to feel. We could talk about the end of, of Beef also. Um, uh, maybe I could even sell you on watching Daisy Jones if, if, if I decide it's good enough. I mean, if it comes out of the jar we pulled today... Uh, I'll watch it. I don't think it's in there. Though. Well, I don't think it's in the chart. <laughs> um, I'm very excited. It's been a long time since we've recorded, but it's yes. definitely been a long time. It took us a long time to get through season four. Mm-hmm. And after a big reprieve from even talking about New Girl at all, we're going to take a quick break and talk about a movie from the jar next week. Are we definitely talking about a movie? You want to do a movie, not, uh, not, not the other thing we discussed? I mean, I don't recall. I remember we had a discussion, but I don't recall. I mean, I feel like the jar is sacred. Are you going to like pull something out of the jar? Um, what's the op- what's the antonym for sacred? Blasphemous? I don't know, like devils. What's the opposite? <laughs> devil-esque? Of sacred. Well, devil-esque, but there's probably a there's a <laughs> real word for it. Unconsecrated. <laughs> okay, I don't want to go there. No. Cursed. That's good. Blasphemous? Cursed. How about blasphemous? I said that. Didn't I yeah. say that? Did you? I know devil words. You said devil words. You didn't say the word blasphemous, did you? I either, if I didn't say blasphemous, I thought it. You might have, but I, I just heard devil words. So, <laughs> but people say I'm a bad listener, so what are you going to do? I don't I don't like those people, mm. ex- unless they're me. Or um, Well, she definitely says that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mostly when I'm, like, on my phone when we're driving or something. Um. To, yeah, so I maybe can we put one blasphemous piece in the in the jar? So if that comes up, we can I think Kelly has to really make a ruling. What's the pitch? Uh, the pitch was uh, me, you, and Brian Cohn watch the pilot of Friday Night Lights. Oh no, that wait, wait, wait. That pitch was an April Fool's pitch. That well, it wasn't yeah. a full April Fool's, but it it was like uh more. It was like more formal. But we, I was thinking about doing three joke podcasts on April Fools, but. It just didn't work together schedule-wise, like for all three of my shows. Okay, wait, can I say um, I'm like very, very into uh, pretty, pretty good podcast culture in that they're like working on picking their next project. And I kind of love that like, I mean, that's really what like Renap could have been, right? Is like you move yeah. from the Seinfeld podcast to sure. do like some combination of what like Jenny and Chappelle are now doing, but like, you know, like you bounce around uh, yes. or really series to series. And I have enjoyed what they've done. I've listened to some podcasts of things that projects I've already watched. I've watched Party Down because of them. Like I enjoy it. Are we in agreement that when New Girl Old Guy ends, like New Girl Old Guy ends? Yes, I think we've said that before. Yeah, that it's over. So I don't really feel like getting into a new pilot with Brian really like makes sense in the in the oeuvre. Well, no, I don't think. Did we decide how that gets pronounced? To watch it, I, I don't think we're even considering it i think we're just I but then like, like why you know well, I, mean, I mean why the, any the, of this, the movies but... we watch are so obscure that i don't think this is i think this is less obscure you know but like nobody's in what's the connection like what do we it's a crazy why? pilot have you ever seen it but like but like why <laughs> i'm still here. i don't know brian mentioned something about friday night lights once and i thought oh we should do it like in like I, a I'm world happy... where i had infinite podcasts i would do one about friday night lights I'm happy to do like a one-off podcast that's gets released on this feed for lack of a better place to put it with you and Brian doing Friday Night Lights. If I have okay. to join to facilitate that because you don't know how to record, I'm fine to do that. 
I think there's probably a better, like an off season 32 fans podcast where Brian comes on and talks about Friday night lights with you guys. No, is that not yeah. a better place for it? Yeah. I mean, if Chester was interested, I haven't asked him, but yes. I mean, like I think for uh, an April fools, like that would be a fun thing to release with you and Brian doing like new guys on guys who play football talking about, you know, like, Oh God, speak of the devil. Brian Cohen just texted me right now. Mm. Um, okay. Brian with a pitch. I said yes to his pitch. How about that? Not to yours. Okay. Anyway, I think, look, if you and Brian want a home for any content, it could be released on this feed. I think 32 fans makes more sense. Okay. That's all, all right. I'm we saying. Could, we could all talk about it off, offline. Or for that, don't you? You've got to be doing season three episodes. Didn't he already do that? Uh, Was no, there a season three of Friday, Friday Night Lights? Lights? No. Well, put it in the freaking bowl. What are you waiting for? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Um, well, let's get back to New Girl Old Guy. Uh, season 4, episode 22, Clean Break. Originally aired May 5th, 2015. And uh, this episode coincides with the week that New Girl has moved to Hulu. Yes. Uh, welcome all new Hulu. Were there people you think who wanted to join the podcast, but, you know, they're Hulu only? And they, you know, they've been waiting. See, I feel like in the in the dawn of like streaming services, there were a lot of people who are Netflix only, nothing else. Do you think there are a lot of Hulu only, maybe like sports people who have like a package, like the Disney, ESPN, Hulu it's package? Possible. I mean, it's crazy that Hulu is still separate from ESPN, even though like ABC pushes it so hard. It, it really may. And I know there's like good business reasons, like nobody owns 100 percent of most of these companies, but it is really nuts. You know what's crazy from like a dumb consumer perspective, and I'm that dumb consumer speaking for myself, is like I pay for Disney Plus and Hulu and P Plus and Netflix and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. But like if they offered me, like I actually stumped for cable and was like, don't cord cut or we're going to be paying more in all of these like satellite mm-hmm. services. But let's say I had the ESPN Hulu Disney Plus bundle and I was paying $10 a month for each of those services. Mm-hmm. I would feel worse about paying like $30 for the three. Does that make sense? Like yeah, or $50 sense. for three services I, would feel like astronomical. Yeah, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Listen, I'm always, I'm ultimately a cable loyalist. Cable was the best idea. It's so fun to be able to click around the channels and, and you know, there are aspects of streaming I like, but I, I miss, you know, I'll miss cable when it's gone. And I think cable was ultimately the best thing. And, you know, I, I have the future of sports in mind. To me, sport, you know, Cable was incredible for sports. It'll be better than streaming ever will be. By the way, on, on Robin Community Podcast, we asked listeners if they, A, have access to Netflix, and B, if they're the one who pays for it. Do you have any interest in answering either of those questions? Say it one more time, slow. We asked people like, if you I'm have access to Netflix. Like, I'm fully listening, but yes, and do you pay Almost for it? Almost everybody said yes. Almost everyone said yes, okay? 93% yeah, do you pay plus. For it? But what percentage do you think said yes? They're the one who pays for it. Do you feel like your audience cues young or old? Uh, we've actually asked that question in census bef- in sensei censuses <laughs> before, um, and I think uh, like late twenties, early thirties is the average age. Okay, then I would say thirty three percent of your audience pays for. Netflix. I thought, yeah, I th- it's it's high. It's fifty one point seven says they pay for. I it. mean, that's not high. Oh wait, fifty one percent of the ninety three percent. Yeah, well, I told everyone else to ignore okay. it, and I believe 100% of the people who were asked to ignore it ignored it. Good for those people. Yeah, um, good rule followers. Yeah, I would say Netflix, again, like, the, I mean, it's only my own experience, but, like, I feel like a lot of, like, parents of people who are now 30 would have subscribed to Netflix in the earlier days. Yeah. And you're still having that family account versus some of, like, the newer subscriptions where you would – at you, age 20 plus to 30 you know 20 30 you'd be now paying for your own it it drove me nuts when like we would share family accounts and someone would be like are you on or like go on this person's not on that person's and it was like what what are we in college like if this is something we want then we can let's pay for netflix i don't even have netflix right now because i don't i didn't watch a tv show basically for a year until this week but um uh you know i have no problem paying paying for Akiva, you just talked about how you're watching Beef and Shrinking. That was all this week. Shrinking is not on Netflix. Right, but you said you didn't watch a TV. Oh, you mean a Netflix show. 
Yeah, I hadn't. No, I didn't watch any TV show for like a year until I'm saying this week when I started the, these two. Like now it's time to re up the Netflix, but I hadn't. We hadn't been. Kids don't really only watch during the summer. They All really right, I don't want to get into this because I feel like then I'd I'd have to ask the question: How have you been watching New Girl? And I don't want to ask that question. So let's move mm-hmm. on. <laughs> that should be our next podcast. Not that we're doing one is like Ali and Akiva are cable guys, and we only watch things available on cable, and we talk about the commercials. Uh, yeah, that's a winner. We just said we weren't doing another podcast, but you just brought us out of retirement. Well, I also I said it's an idea that we'll never do. Okay. New. New pod, old cable, guys. Well, by that point, so when we finish this, we'll both be old. <laughs> um, should we, on that note, should we do the jar and still make another podcast for Wednesday? Like, should we be pushing this along despite scheduling being impossible? Should we do two next week? Probably not. Like I'm saying, should the jar come out sometime between now and next Wednesday and the regular episode still come out on Wednesday or no? Allie from the editing room, my favorite ongoing inside joke with myself is that I still pretend that the show comes out regularly on Wednesdays. Back to the show. I, it's, I, I'm not saying no, but I, it seems unlikely that we'll... No, I don't have any time. That we'll be able to do it, but we could talk about it offline. We need the challenge to take a break, and then we can really... Then I have more flexibility around your schedule, and we can really move this thing. But like the challenge has been on... For like 16 years without yeah, a break. Did you ever get a break from the challenge or no? We used to. It used to be two seasons Yo, a year. No, I know. Now I'm saying, but this year, year there's no break, right? Hasn't happened yet. I kind of let it happen to me, though. I don't go like seek out the schedule. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, nothing. The thing that floored me is when I went to Hulu to open this, things I've watched on Hulu, Younger, The Mindy Project, How I Met Your Father, like sitcoms female-led sitcoms from prior i mean besides how i met your mother like older sitcoms how about your father why on may 17th april when i opened my laptop to watch this on hulu was hulu not pushing new girl on me there was nothing on my like you know landing page that even said new girl has moved to hulu shocking now maybe they don't have it up yet, or maybe it's not. Doing no, it's, well. it's I, up. I then I watched it on Hulu. Are we overrating how popular New Girls? I don't think so. I mean, presumably they paid, unless they like got it in some other bundle. But like, presumably they paid money to have this. No, on their it's platform. a popular enough sitcom. I think it should. Um, but also, it just started today, like literally today. Yeah, but so, isn't that what you do is find women like me who watch the Mindy Project and like when they open Hulu say, like for right now, Tiny Beautiful Things is being you, recommended And you told to me, me no men are allowed to watch the Mindy Project. I'm not saying no men, but there's no sense. way that Hulu's data on me doesn't know I'm a woman. Right, for sure. Um, how about this? Let's check in on Wednesday and see if it's, you know, maybe they're just slow to the, listen, we saw what happened yesterday with Netflix. I I turned on my computer in the middle of the night. I turned on my phone, excuse me, in the middle of the night. Um, and, I, I, you know, I saw Ali was about to, like, storm the, 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 the castle at Netflix. I was. I mean, the entire world was. Yeah, I no, I know, but I happened to, to see your tweets first. But yes, yes, the whole, the whole internet was abuzz with. So if, if Netflix can't get their act together for a major product that, you know, they're actually producing, then, you know, same thing with... Uh, with Hulu. So let's give them two days and see what's up. Well, I've ruined it because I've already watched it. So now I've indicated to them that I'm already watching it. No, but we're going to ask the listener who maybe, who, you know, has Hulu but hasn't watched it yet on New Girl. Um, do you, do you ever think, like, the first 15 to 30 minutes that the Love is Blind reunion was delayed, which is what Keith was referring to on Netflix, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is intentional because, like, you're going to get buzz, you're going to get memes, you're going to get jokes about how everyone's waiting, and people who forgot are going to see on Twitter and be like, oh, my God, I forgot, and, like, go and turn it on, whatever. But then once it became an hour, hour and 15 minutes, I was like, oh, no, this isn't intentional. But at first I was like, oh, this is good marketing. I still think it was good marketing. People are pissed. And, and people Everyone today was still aren't able this, to though. watch it. I mean, it was like, listen, this is what Netflix misses. Because other than the first day of some very popular, you know, a Stranger Things type show, they don't have the communal thing because it's gone in 24 hours. This was like a communal thing. Now it was at their expense, but I think all press is good press. They're talking about a show that clearly people really like. 
on their network. And I think they have to maybe have less live stuff, but you know, go to the you know try some more weekly releases and see how it goes. Clearly, it worked with you with shrinking. Yeah, no, I think generally it does work. Like with the circle or whatever, when they drop a reality show four episodes at a time, because then you don't get uh, you know, you don't get spoiled, and it's the same. You get the water cooler. Like Chrissy Teigen tweeted about this. I think with the circle is like she tweeted about it on the second drop, and then there was like a big like conversation around it. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. It, it if you just are watching it even like squid game where i just like watched it in one sitting by myself like i never talked about it because it's like all right now it's over even beef i watched beef in one day and like i haven't talked to anyone about it because i've just moved on except for you at the beginning of this podcast no we'll have a whole we'll have a whole beef off after this um all right yeah, I agree. Well, i do agree it was good press but i and i also agree like they can't do live events because now as somebody who stopped my night to start watching at eight and then sat there till eight forty five, and then God bless uh, the list the the Twitter follower I have who I was like, can someone ping me when this starts? And I was mostly joking, but she did tweet at me that it started, and that's the only way I knew it started. I went back to it, but like, I would, and I would never again. I hesitate to say never. I would ninety nine percent not plan to watch a Netflix live stream event because of this, because there's also no advantage to watching it live like apparently the way it was supposed to work is that you could start at 8 10 and start from the beginning you could start at 805 and start from the beginning you could start at midnight and it would just be there like there was not it wasn't supposed to be live at eight and then available the next day at noon you know Mm -hmm. because there's really no advantage to them they're not like doing commercial like there's nothing they need to get live eyes on yeah, I mean, the the problem is, you know, and I have this with Succession also, like, just avoiding the spoilers, it's worth watching something live sometimes. Yeah, I guess I just don't get what's in it for Netflix to have it live versus, like, it drop at 8 p.m. Like, okay, so you don't want to drop it. If you want it to be at 8 p.m. Eastern, just drop the pre-recorded thing at 8 p.m., which is different how Netflix usually does, like, a 3 a.m. Pacific, or 3 a.m. Eastern, midnight yeah, Pacific drop. Yeah, time when it normally starts, like you're saying, yeah. All right. I guess we should talk about this episode because we have a lot of end of season wrap up bits to do. A lot happened this episode. I'm sorry for wasting a lot of this podcast talking about God knows what. 22 minutes in. Yes. Uh, now for the reason for the season, the season four finale of NG. Um, yeah. What's the episode called again? The episode is called Clean Break. I'm going to ask you for a digest, but I also in the digest want to know from you if you agree with Rourke. Was the penultimate episode stronger than the season finale for season four? This was a very season finale e season finale. This was all okay. like meat and not a lot of potatoes, you know? The penultimate episode, though, I think had the same kind of vibes in that it was like a whole mission to get May and Coach like back together, right? That was yeah, his last yeah, episode. Yeah, that's true. But I think we got th- two or three major things happening here. All right. Well, let's hear a little bit about those things, Gabe. Okay. Well, coach is leaving town. Um, Fishing around for like a string cheese or something. I'm hungry. Okay. Coach is leaving town. Uh, and uh, Cece and Schmidt are, um, are by the end of the episode, spoiler alert, engaged. And um, Jess and Nick are not. I wanted to mute, but it didn't seem like you were going to go along with the digest, and I wasn't going to be able to mute and get back to my seat in time. Do you I'm, want me to, do you want me to vamp for 10 more seconds, or you're good? You're well, I'm, I'm just, I'm vamping by telling you that I'm cutting a little babka, a little birthday okay. babka. Birthday babka. Oh, we, we didn't mention it was your birthday. You know, no, I made a stupid joke. You didn't joke. mention it. It's I not really for me to very mention. smart, which was I made a stupid joke like four years ago. Um, You said your birthday was April 15th, and I said, oh, that that works because... Being friends with you is very taxing. Of course, I don't feel that way, but it was a funny, it was, you know, a joke. And now I'll never forget your birthday because that stupid joke. I don't remember that joke at all. Was that on a podcast? What, like, no, I, th- I don't think so. I don't Would think you so, know but... that my mom, my mom made cookie, had cookies made that were tax day themed. And it was honestly like shocking. It was like Allie's tax day birthday. And there were like percentage signs and calendars that said, taxes due. And I don't know. She really like went on with them. Uh, my, my grandpa's an accountant and we were figuring out recently how many straight tax days he has worked because 
Um, we're really figuring out birthdays because his birthday is um, March 23rd. But we're, you know, this, same idea. And this was, I think we figured out, is his 69th tax day. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. 68, 69, I don't remember. But. Um, yeah. But. That's this hard. Is, well. How does that work with like the October change for COVID? Because that was like significant to me. Because it was like the well, I think he still works. Like the, yes, they may have a lot of people pushing, but they still have to do some work. But either, he's also very on top of things. I don't think they're not like scrambling April fourteenth type of people at all. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not the accountant. It's the people getting the information. Of course. To them. Yeah, but I think it's now. I now that I'm like a little bit of a boss, like I work. I. Oh. It's the system. If you if you make the systems, like you learn it's trial and error, but you learn and then like. You know, you have to have the people come to you, like make it foolproof that, you know, everyone will. Of course you can't. And it's different if that it's a client versus like someone who, you know, is is your equal or works for, you know, like something like that. But, um, you know, you can't tell someone who's paying you to do your taxes exactly when to send it in unless you have just endless amounts of people and you could cut them. All right. Let's talk about systems, Keith, because mm-hmm. coach is packing to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to follow through with the move with May. Um, and says that he has a system, essentials only. He takes one duffel bag. You throw out your emotional and actual junk. Matt Stewart says, what's your moving strategy? Which is very timely for you, right? Very timely. We're still only half moved. Um, and well, first of all, I did something where I really liked that I couldn't really sell the other people in this house on, which is throw out the bottom 10 to 20% of your stuff when you move. So I would I would look every shirt in the mirror, not literally, and I'd say, would I ever wear you to work? If I had to wear this tomorrow, would I be like, oh, I got to cover this up or something like And if that shirt, I wasn't fully confident in wearing it as a work shirt or the same thing, an around the house T-shirt, garbage. Same thing with pants. Or hopefully donation, but fair enough. It depends. No, it, like some of them have <laughs> – I have this argument with my wife. Like, if there's like a stain on it, then nobody wants. Oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yes, if there, if it's still wearable and I don't like it, but no, most of this stuff is like DOA. You know. Okay. Yeah. Coming, if so. you've got, if you only have thirty percent of the fabric that you started the shirt with, yeah. throw it out. <laughs> no, but most of it's like there's a little bit of like maybe, uh, the the bottom of the pants is like the tiniest bit cut. I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm never wearing these to work. They're gone. So that's really my strategy. I like not having a ton of stuff. But I hate having moved, not knowing where my stuff is now. I, I like knowing where every single thing I own is, ideally. Me too. That's why I keep it all out where I can see it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, okay. It's, I know Don, Donald Trump is like was associated with like New York, but is he that like – in 2015, is Donald Trump like one of the key – names or items synonymous with new york like they're putting on this new york pageant that schmidt and nick refused to participate in and uh, nick references a donald trump wig yeah i think there were still constantly trump jokes I'm, a lot of the 90s trump went away until the apprentice he was like a big joke in the 80s and the very early 90s and he was rarely like in the in the paper other than maybe like going bankrupt in the 90s he sort of i don't know if he intentionally took a step back but he wasn't around as much uh, but yeah, then everything became a Trump joke again. Um, I mean, even in the, the I was just watching the Sopranos, like the finale of the Sopranos. They're talking about they're talking about him. Um, so yes, I think the answer is. But and this is written bef- probably before he actually declares for for the presidency. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they could have said like, "Do you have your long tie like Bill De Blasio?" My dad used to always complain about Bill De Blasio's very long ties. Um, he would wear very long ties. Yeah, Google a picture of uh, Bill de Blasio. Let's see if I can find one for you. Oh, no. Anyway. I, I go long toe. This is my work computer. <laughs> well, long toe isn't yeah. like a problem. Anyway. Um, Some fun. This fun is dialogue. yeah. This this tie is like touching beyond his belt. I hear, yeah. I hear what Billy Lash is saying. <laughs> um, a lot of fun uh, dialogue between the guys in like a very coach fashion. Before we're gonna lose coach here, we get a Regis Philbin cameo. 
didn't see that coming. Well, I have mentioned on the on the show before yeah. that his daughter is a nepo baby who writes for the show. I know. Um, I was excited for you to see the Reage make an appearance. Do you think Reage was a nepo baby? Did they have nepo babies all the way? Oh, back there then? have been nepo babies <laughs> since Adam and Eve. You mean? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to think. Okay, of so his father doesn't have a Wikipedia page. U.S. Marine, his mother Philomena. No, he does not appear. Hold on, her name is Philomena Philbin. Yeah, that's that's a t- you think your name is Philomena and you're safe in terms of like what could your last name possibly sure. be to make that more difficult. That's a good point, Philomena Philbin. Philbin. <laughs> Florence. She went by Florence. Okay, that makes more sense. Florence Philbin. I would go too. He had a mystery brother. When his brother died, he revealed that he had, you know, had a brother his whole life, but people had always assumed he was an only child. He said his brother had asked never to be mentioned on TV, and he didn't. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you said that your moving strategy was to get rid of your top 10, bottom 10. Bottom 10%. Nobody else did that. And I also, I gave the example of my wife. Nobody followed this, which was like, We've lived in this house for two and a half years. If there's a board game or a toy that we have not thought to use in two and a half years, even though we have kids of all ages, trash. Of course, it didn't happen, but that was a good <laughs> idea. I've been saying this for years because my mom has a bunch of, very kindly, has a bunch of boxes that I moved from Michigan when I moved back in 2019 in her basement. And then beyond that had stuff from high school. But the boxes from Michigan, my mom's like, you have to come home and go through these boxes. And I'm like... If there is stuff in those boxes that I have not thought about since 2019, get rid of it. It is a courtesy to me to not have to go through it. I don't know it's there. I won't miss it. If I go through it, it will be harder to get rid of stuff. She won't do that, of course. Yeah. I don't know what it is. People hate their own stuff, fam. I have to be in the right mood. If I get in the right mood, it's over for you people. Like, um, everything's going. You might get tossed out. Scorched uh, shirt. Listen, bottom 10%. If I'm a bottom 10%, then get rid of me. <laughs> um, Just a flag. Uh, oh, no, this is later. Anyway, um, so let's – this inspires the rest of the guys to kind of go through their stuff. And Schmidt uh, – well, I, he doesn't really come across it. Nick brings it out or Winston. But there's a CC box. Kelly says, what's the statute of limitations on holding on to an ex's stuff? Schmidt must have had this stuff for two years. Yeah, again, um, I don't know. What is the statute of limitations? Well, most of it is like his. I think the only thing that CCs is her bra. Yes. And at that point, we've already discussed the rules of uh, if it's under $200, you can't offer to give it back or request it back. So right. yes. maybe there's a caveat there that if you're seeing the person almost every day because they're friends with your roommate, you could offer it back. Mm-hmm. But that seemed like more of an emotional attachment for schmidt than like a box of cc's items yeah everything was underwear it's like you know if they ask for it back god bless but it's weird to bring it (laughs) it always like blows my mind when people call like bras underwear even though they are it's just like such a funny concept i guess i mean i hear what you're saying (laughs) like are your undershirts underwear right so there's no equivalent it's like if you had two pair two underwear and i have one well, like long johns are underwear, so I think I think I don't think long johns are underwear. Though. Like undershirts are underwear. I don't think long long johns are underwear. Long johns are underwear. I don't think so, and I I don't think undershirts are underwear. But they're it's underwear. It's stuff you wear under. Yeah, but well, undershirts no. Like if you're working in the house, you could be in an undershirt. That's over. Long johns are also called long underwear. That is true. Why are they called long johns? Let's see. I'll go to the long underwear Wikipedia. Etymology of long johns. Etymology. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Wikipedia is incredible. The manufacturing foundations of long johns may lie in Derbyshire, England, at John Smedley's Lee Mills, located in Matlock. Okay. They created the garment named after the heavyweight boxer John L. Sullivan. It's boring. Yeah, not as cool as I thought it would be. Anyway, there's a TV show. <laughs> um, do you All think right. this is the first time ever? 
if we'd cut to the chase here a little bit. No, we're not cutting to the chase. I have important questions. Okay, ask me the questions. All right, so Jack McBriar shows up at the donation box while Schmidt is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, first Metzger wants to know, are we Jack McBriar people? Yeah, he was very good in 30 Rock. I don't know him in anything else. Do you? It is not my general humor. He plays like a very unhappily married man and forgetting Sarah Marshall, like on his honeymoon, who like doesn't uh, want to have yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. It's not my like go-to style of humor. I like think he does good work for what it is. It's not like my number one thing as opposed to, you know, murder mystery. But mm-hmm. um, he has the funniest line of the episode to me when he's like, when when Schmidt's like, I, I dropped something in there. Like, I need to get it back. I like, I want it back. And he's just like, you Jewish? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, it's horrible. It's anti-Semitic, but it's right on the line that it's they just like Schmidt's reaction. They did anti-Semitism. Schmidt's reaction of just like, yes, but also why? Like, it's just so funny. He's good in this role. Oh, yeah. No, he is good. But that, yeah, that was really out of nowhere. I like had the double like double back rewind. <laughs> you Jewish? <laughs> yeah. Um. So Schmidt comes back and says that he paid $500 for the $5 bill he put in the douchebag jar when he first met CC. And Winston goes to Jess and says, all right, we got to come clean. We've got to tell Schmidt that CeCe's in love with him. Producer Kelly says, what would you do, Keeve, if you were in Winston and Jess's situation? Would you tell Schmidt about CeCe's feelings? No, I think it's up to the person to tell them. Okay. I think this is crazy because Jess deciding not to meddle. This is the one time she should meddle. I totally agree with Winston here and ultimately what Jess does. Cece's on the top of Mount Shasta. While she's there, she's only there because she's so in love with Schmidt, she can't take what's happening with Fawn and Schmidt. Schmidt and Fawn break up, and Schmidt realizes he's been in love with Cece the whole time. If two people are going to continue operating on false knowledge, I think you tip them off, especially when Schmidt makes the speech like, I can never raise that to her again because of what I've done. So you would do this? I'm saying I'd be like, hey, Schmidt, I think there's a chance. I wouldn't be like, I know for sure. I'd be like, Schmidt, take another swing. Just trust Mm -hmm. me. Like, I think it's worth it if you feel that way. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's fair. I want to highlight, I love the callback to Winston being good on the phone from when uh, they have the landline in the loft and Winston Mm -hmm. has to, Schmidt has to do the interview for Winston. When he does that whole speech, I wanted to write it down, but no one cares. He's like, Schmidt dropped on like a bad habit. (laughs) It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, Winston has the least to do because there's a bunch of couples and pairs in this episode and he's not in one. But I do think, you know, spoiler alert for how I feel about the whole episode, I think Winston is the funniest thread throughout the whole episode. Yeah, he's funny. No, for sure. He doesn't really have a storyline. He just has jokes. How'd you feel about the uh, little storyline going on with Jess and Nick's sex mug? Yeah, the sex mug. Um, uh, we hadn't seen it before, right? No, this was like a holy new... No, I, I don't... No one wrote to me and I didn't see this on the IMDb of it like being left out in old... Like a callback to old like episodes. But no, it hasn't been talked about. And then it becomes the cat mug by the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, but basically, Jess uh, left the mug out trying to revive a little physical intimacy between her and Nick. And I actually... I really like Jess throughout the series. I found this moment between her and Nick to be the most unlikable I've ever felt just found just to be um, the most unlikable Jess has ever been that's a strong take I don't think it's crazy would you like to hear why yeah why yeah I do so she puts the mug out Nick immediately takes the blame for her in front of the crowd and like shuts it down and like moves it along she goes to thank him. He's like, no worries. It's all good. I never saw the mug. No harm, no foul. Back to your business. She has to tell him why she put it out. Okay, fine. If you want to, like, do a reveal and, like, say your feelings for him, okay. She's, like, expressing sexual interest in him. Fine. He clearly doesn't want to talk about this. It's not being reciprocated, but he's being very respectful. And then she's like, well, is there anything I do? Like, she's, like, fishing for a compliment back or reciprocation. And he's like, no, like, we're friends. Like, the ship has sailed. Then she gets so mad about that that he then has to come in and express feelings he wasn't interested in expressing but does it for her 
And it's like, yeah, you come out of the shower. Like, I'm a human man. Like, you're mm-hmm. beautiful or whatever. Right. And then instead of just, like, it being a nice moment at the end of the episode and her being like, thanks, Nick. Like, you know, so I, I put a matzo ball out there. You served it back to me. We're good. She's like, aha, you think about having sex with me. Like, you're interested in me. Was like, Are you kidding me? You had to, like, put a gun to his head to get him to admit it. And now you're making it like he made some big move on you. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. She trapped him. You thought about it. Like, he's trying to help you out, sister. You're being a little crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there was a couple times I'm trying to think of them specifically. Um, but she has been unreasonable a few other times. But, yeah, I agree. This is uh, not not her best episode. She's not going to win the episode. <laughs> um, Coach ends up listening to Winston about keeping memories and sentimentality and ends up taking those glass grapes that one of Nick's one-night stands also walks out with that return to the loft. So they've been, like, tracked around the loft for a little while. They ultimately yeah. leave with Coach, allegedly. Yeah, can I ask my question now? Or do you want to get to uh, Have we not gotten to it? Keep going. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we could talk about the sort of the major thing that happens at the end of the episode. I have so Wait. many questions for you about that. Yeah. So I <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I did, I did no, no, don't come episode. on. I'm just letting I you know I didn't see it coming. That's all I'm Let saying. Us re- Obviously, three people run into ass if you saw it coming. Now they could live in peace with knowing that I didn't. I will get no peace now from the spoiler. Turn off the pod now and subscribe. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> um. All right. So we're right at the part anyway where when he's going to go off, he has a perfect goodbye between Coach and Schmidt where he says, uh, I used to wish that you were uglier. Now I only wish you the best. And as he goes to open the door, Cece's there knocking. She's heard the messages from Winston and Cece and tumbled her way down the mountain to get back to Schmidt. They admit that they're in love with each other, and we find out that the $5 reveal, what made Schmidt have to put money in the douchebag jar, is he said to Cece, uh, girl, I'm going to marry you, and then he says now, girl, will you marry me? And as Jess says, we're getting married. As Jess says, yeah. She screams that. I love that. Uh, Producer Kelly says, where does this proposal seed rank compared to other sitcom proposals? Yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, the one thing they do is they do a good job of showing the act, uh, the joy of the rest of the of the friends the, who are like almost happier than Cece and Schmidt. They they do a great job of acting. You really feel it. This is a very genuine, like not silly proposal. So it is actually beautifully done. Um, yeah, it's up there. It's very good. It is a very good sitcom proposal. It's 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 definitely like uh, one of the better ones I've ever seen. I think. Considering how you were feeling about the will there, won't they? I don't remember right. like really feeling that frustrated by it, but like your points were well taken. They didn't go back to that, right? Like this could have happened where they realize they're in love and they're dating again for another season and then they get proposed to. They kind of yada yada that and just jump to the good part, which is I think a reward to the audience for bearing with it this long. Yeah, I think that is accurate. Can I say something controversial yet brave? Please, 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 please. I was say eat my babka. Um, Birthday babka. The office proposal scene, you familiar with that? Yes, on the boat. No, no, sorry. Michael and uh, Holly. Oh, I don't remember that. I mean, I, I saw it. I don't, but that's not, I'm not thinking of it right now. So Michael's like going to move with Holly. To, or Holly's going to move to like take care of her dad. And mm-hmm. Michael's going to move with her. And he proposes in the office and he's like, now we face love's truest test and everybody else in the office is there holding candles saying like, will you marry me, Holly? And she says, no. And Sam is like, will you marry me, Holly? And she says, no. Every single Then Ryan says, will you marry me, Holly? And she says, no. And Michael's like, the only one I was ever worried about. Like, it's funny. I don't get it as a, like, I don't understand why that was. Uh, and then the fire alarm goes off because they have all the candles. Anyway, it's like sweet because like Michael really loves her, but I don't, I like don't understand the whole proposal. Yeah, I don't remember it. I only saw it once. If someone can write in and explain that to me, that's something I've never said out loud before. Please. Um. Okay, Coach and May leave now completely overshadowed by this proposal. Like 
if you were worried about losing coach, you've completely forgotten him, I feel like, by the end of the proposal. Um, if losing him by the end of the proposal? No, like this whole episode was supposed to be about coach leaving, and then by the end of it, it's like I forgot he was even leaving. When they yeah, no, no, no. It, it, it was that that was last episode. I think a little bit last episode we're like, okay, this is your real goodbye because this one doesn't end on him at all. He's really listen. He, I, it seems like chose to leave the show, even though I, I like I said, I never really believe that behind you know what anybody says about these shows. It's usually about money or contracts. It's all about the money. Um. So Nick and Jess agree to throw out the sex mug, but they both tiptoe back, uh, trying to circle the drain and, and grab the mug. But they think the other one got there first, only to find out that Winston did. I have a very specific thought I want to share about saving emotional items like this through a breakup. Like when yes. somebody breaks up and they're like, oh, I don't want to delete the pictures. I don't want to throw away the like cards or the gifts or whatever like what if we get back together i don't know if like this is very common i was gonna in ask my you I, maybe i'll ask you another week <laughs> <laughs> oh you can ask me now i don't care um no, 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 no but i do think yeah i mean you got to throw this stuff out um i don't think you have to like scrub you know if let's say facebook 10 years ago or whatever but your instagram feed your i don't know I don't well but my numbers. thought my thought is is like only because it will upset you now to have it. Like, let's say, I mean, it seems like they're in a better place and obviously they're living together. So the Ashtrap mug doesn't really like fall into this category. But mm -hmm. let's say you have like, a, like, like that, like a sentimental mug that you wouldn't keep otherwise, but like they gave it to you or you bought out a vacation or whatever. And you're like, I don't want to get rid of this in case we get back together. No, get rid of that. And if you get back together, you'll get new memories. Like, I don't like people who erase like a rough period. Like if you broke up for 10 years, and now you're like, oh, this was our sex mug from 10 years ago. Remember those good times? Like, no, you don't have those anymore. Get rid of it. Right. You'll take new pictures. I feel very strongly about this. No, I'll 100%. You're 100% right. Okay. Um, but it ends with a save the date for CeCe and Schmidt being pinned to the fridge, which producer Kelly points out, did you catch that the first episode of the season ended with dozens of save the dates on the fridge, and this episode ended with Schmidt and CeCe? It rings, I Love forgot it. about it, but it rings a bell. Yeah, they have multiple weddings on the fridge. Uh, look, kind of a tacky, just piece of paper, save the date that Jess adds. But can I ask you yeah, my question cute. now? Uh, yes. They I, I reserve the right not to answer it. They weren't dating, and then they get engaged. Like, has this ever happened in real life to a, a young couple like this? Didn't we have, like, a conversation about can you be married without being engaged? or engaged? Like, we, does anyone ever skip engagement? I think we not talked recently, about do you ever get married without being engaged? Mm -hmm. But this is, can you get engaged without dating? Without dating, yeah. This sort of happened on Summer House with Lindsay and Carl, but they did date for a short period of time. They were friends, they dated, then they were friends again. Then they dated, and after a very, very short relationship, got engaged. Because they were like, well, we're rounding up all of the years we've known each other. Mm -hmm. Hate it. Hate it? How long yeah. were you engaged? Oh, well, we were engaged for about six months, five months. <laughs> and how long were you dating? Uh, before that, um, also like seven months. Yeah, I don't really think you can hate it. No, I hate um, the rounding up. That's all I'm saying. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. I yeah, no, I don't hate that. I'm not judging how long or anything like that. Just the, just the lying, the, the, the time. I, I do think it's extreme, especially given like that they have this like mistrust in their back in their history. Like what Schmidt did was like really vile and they've done a lot of work to like get him out of that hole. I think mm -hmm. successfully, but like to jump to engagement's kind of crazy. The one thing in the background that's not mentioned is like Cece when she was originally gonna get married because she needed to start having kids right away. This sort of like tracks with her timeline yes, previously that hasn't really been mentioned. Although it hasn't again. come up recently, but yes, you're right. Yeah. All right, let's get to the guide. Uh, First Lady Laura says, I'm going to ask you three questions in a row and then you just answer however you want. Okay. First Lady right. Laura says, Akiva, did you see the proposal coming? No, I did not. Like I said, I was maybe like that second, but no, I didn't see it coming this episode at all. Do you think I thought maybe the they'd end... start dating again? That's it. Of will they, won't they for Schmidt and Cece. I think Cece, it is. AKA... I think it is. That's my guess. <laughs> Not me saying I'm going to ask you three questions and then you can answer. And you answering on the first question. I listen. I guess I don't listen. <laughs> okay. So also, you think they're officially. So much for me to talk right now. 
We're almost done. First Lady Laura. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, if I have the opportunity to get something out, I'll get it out. They officially safely in the together for the remainder of the show era. You think they're I going believe, the distance? I believe yes. What about like you know it's a jump ahead, maybe like a divorce, but you think they're gonna go get married? A jump ahead divorce? I hope not. No, but I'm saying that like you know you already know that the last season is like a flash forward. So, uh, I did. I know that. I think you just told me. Yeah, we no, we've talked about it. You, <laughs> I'm just you trying knew to that. Scare you. Yes. I'm not scared of that. I, I had honestly that. forgotten about it until you reminded. Okay, speaking of your spoiler, producer Kelly says, is Schmidt and CeCe getting engaged the spoiler you knew? Or Coach leaving? The Goggers are dying to know. Yes, I think, I think yes. I think I know that they end up together. I'm 98% sure they end up together. So that was the spoiler that you were spoiled on? Well, I think they have a kid also. I think, but I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure. I think they get married, and I think they have a kid, yes. You're so willing now to admit, this is, that's what you were spoiled on that you've, like, been hiding this whole time. Mm-hmm, yes. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, I think Rourke oh, and I wow. were both There's wrong when we submitted our there. guest. Yeah. Um, all right. Who won the episode, speaking of big stuff? I think Schmidt. I mean, maybe because I'm a man and I'm like, oh, he gets the girl. And maybe for you it would be Cece. But, yeah, I think it's Cece's the catch here. Come on. So it's, it has to be Schmidt in a route. You think I would say Cece won the episode for tumbling down a mountain to collect her old scraps from someone who – ditched her for somebody else and two-timed her i mean i'm i support their marriage but i wouldn't say cc's the winner no she's no yeah yeah yes i agree i agree it has to be schmidt so here's the thing matt stewart says joint win for schmidt and cc because omg what a great episode for the week after i got married oh my god matt stewart you mean this week or you mean in 2015 no he just got married i think oh my god mazel tov mazel tov ngog yeah a yeah, uh, uh, destination wedding i believe from what the pictures look like this also was a recent or was he talking about when we were supposed to record this episode six months ago oh i don't know i, I just saw the pictures recently on facebook but i don't know okay well really hearty mazel tov from the ngog fam mm-hmm. um and then matt Stewart thought it was coach until the proposal Producer Kelly is where my head was at. Who on the episode? I know Schmidt is the easy answer, but I have to go Winston. He was the funniest, and he helped everyone get where they needed to go. He supported CC and Schmidt to get together, got Coach to make less of a clean break, and spurred Nick and Jess to confront their attention. I agree. I think Winston was the heartbeat of the episode. He had the funnier moments. Oh, I, I'm fine, but you, you can't argue. I mean, this is small potatoes compared to... I felt like this was a win for Winston in terms of who is my favorite in the episode. If it's who, like we always debate, what is this? If it's like, who was the best in the episode? Winston. Who had the best outcome? Schmidt. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, everyone has different criteria. All right. We have a lot of bits here. Matt Stewart first asked if we could do a mini sexiest person bracket for the core five. We cannot, but we can plug that Akiva and I, did a sexiest man alive bracket of the people magazine covers with Dr. Yes. Amanda and Chester on 32 fans. Is that patron only or is that reg? I think that was reg. It has to be that okay. the font was patron only unless we're very bad at branding and marketing. Okay. Um, oh, you ended up doing the font one. Yes. The font one has been done. All right. Tell, tech, tell me offline so we don't spoil it. Uh, who won? Oh, I have, no advance? I have no idea. I could ha- okay. have Alex send you the link if you really can. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Dr. Amanda. Okay. All right. So a couple bits uh, that Kelly reminded us. Uh, what so we have to do updated character rankings. But first, she wants to know Kiwi guide for what's to come in season five. Any season predictions? I think it'll end with the wedding. I think we'll have won't have a wedding until the end of the season. I think Nick and Sh- Nick and Jess get back together. I think. Jess is going to change jobs. Um, I guess I, I should write these down. Hold on. You think yeah. Nick and Jess get back together? Nick and Jess get back together. Wedding and season finale. Could be earlier. 22 episodes a lot. Um, and Jess will change jobs. Jess change jobs. Yeah. And hopefully okay, Winston will find love too, but I'm not predicting it. Okay. And then your hopes for the season are that Winston finds love. But it's no. not a prediction. Not a prediction. Okay. So, 
we have to do the jar. We have to update our character rankings, which, by the way, I have yours and mine from season three. So okay. if you've forgotten it, I can I don't remind you. Them. And uh, we have to update the boyfriend rankings because I don't think we did that since after what happened with Ryan. And I don't know if that changes how you feel. Yeah, I think we did it. We we discussed it with Ryan. I I don't think we did because I have Ryan number one and there's no way I'd have Ryan number one after the way they break up. That's fair. I move him to last. Moving him to last over Spencer, the guy who cheated on her for six years. Yeah, I'd rather cheating than what this guy did, which was just a disaster. Okay, I, I'll revisit that with you because I think you're t- tired and sick. <laughs> no, I think cheating is no. I I feel strongly about it. Um, you know why I'm, I'm sick? I'm sick of I'm sick of what Ryan did. You feel that he ghosted basically instead of cheating? Yeah, it was awful. I mean, he didn't fully ghost. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put him below Russell, but above Teddy because I don't really remember any of the other people. I mean, Genslinger cheated on fake fake Jess. That's true. All right, whatever. Well, we came on. back this season, and we had a good time. Here's your character rankings, Keeve. Schmidt. No, let, can one. I do it? Wait, can I do it, and then you oh, tell okay. me? Sure. Okay. You're right. That's a better way to do it. I'm gonna go. Schmidt one. CC two. Winston three. Coach four, Jess five, Nick six. Okay, you have it all the same, except Coach was number two, and now is going to be below Winston. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Well, but still. Okay, I'm going to update that. Okay, let's look at my rankings. I guess I should have done a blind, too. I'll do that next season. Um, I think I'm going to do... Something bad. Okay. Well, where do I put coach now? I don't really like feel about coach. I mean, he's funny. All right. I'm going to do Schmidt one, Nick two, coach three, Jess four, Winston CC tied for fifth and sixth. Okay. And uh, I won't be explaining further. All right. Let's pull from the jar, shall we? We'll do. Let's do it. We've done a long enough episode. We'll just do the jar and we'll get out of here. Mm -hmm. All right. um, So in the jar, should I go through what we have left? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let the listeners and. The people on this podcast know because we won't remember. Okay, we have Kelly's Choice, which remains in. We have Desperado with Lamorne Morris, and we find out his police officer uh, partner, Allie, is also in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Greenfield, they came together, which is the okay. Amy Poehler vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. And Justin Long, arguably shouldn't be in here, but I fought for it, accepted. Yeah, definitely should be in there, but we, there's a whole lore. I get it. <laughs> there's a whole. I mean, honestly, what are you rooting for? I'm fine with any any of the three of these. I'm interested in watching all three of these. Two I've seen, one I have not seen. Well, one we won't we won't ever see. There's some drama now because we could always add one, but we're not going to do a, a jar after season seven. Right. Wait. Then should I take Genslinger out right now because I've already seen it and it should? Oh no, be. no, no, I'm sorry. There's two more. There's because five and six, so we're fine. We have enough. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am going to take Genslinger out, Akiva, because we will be watching Accepted for next week's podcast. Ask me about my Wieneker. Okay. Do you know that, that reference? No. And now remind me um, what the lore with, behind this movie was. Uh, one of my dad's favorite movies, I think, is mm-hmm. part of it. But okay. Justin Long's in it. I, we, needed an, we needed an extra movie. Yeah, no, the long part I, I know. I feel like, didn't this start the jar? Like, that we talked about, should we watch this movie? Like, I, I want to so. say this started the whole project. I think so. All right. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm. Oh, let's get accepted. All right. If you have any questions about accepted or anything else uh, coming up on New Girl for season five, six, or seven, only two and a half seasons left, Eve. Uh, you can put them in the Google I would Doc. Get, I would get sentimental, but that's so many years the way we record. Honestly, I was like, oh, my God, we're almost done. And then, like, someone's like, yeah, it's like one year if you do the 52 episodes. I was like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, it's a year. That's why I was trying to, like, move this along. Like, if we could really get to a little stretch of two a week and burn these out, that would be great. Two a week? Maybe the summer. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Coming the summer. this summer, uh, NGOG Express. 
Okay. All right. Um, you can go to the pin questions link at last tweets. You can follow Keith at Keith 26. You can check out uh remap and you can check out 32 fans. You can check out the challenge or hop up, uh, wherever podcasts are made available. Sold. Anything you want to plug specifically, Keith? Uh, we did what's in the box on YouTube. 32 fans. Hopefully we have a fun episode with Av tomorrow. Um, Probably more stuff, but who knows? All right. See you next week to talk about Accepted. Bye. <laughs> See ya. I want to be ya. Ali and Akiva. Gonna talk a team.